Welcome back to the Sudarish Podcast. In the last episode, we heard how the wedding of Bibi Viro, Guru Hargobind's daughter, took place in Chabal. We heard how Guru Hargobind and the entire camp then traveled to Tarantaran Sahib, the auspicious Tirith Gurdwara established by his father, Guru Arjun Dev Ji. We heard the importance of the site. Chapter 19 now begins describing how, in that manner, Guru Hargobind traveled to Govindabal Sahib. And this chapter now changes scenes and shifts to Lahore and what was going on over there. The cowards who had run from the battlefield from the Mughal side, they ran back to Lahore, spending one night along the way resting. The news spread about how they had run back and how that army had lost. That news came into the court of Shah Jahan, the emperor. Those generals, the leaders who Shah Jahan sent, Mughal Khan, the rest, nobody else was spared. Guru Hargobin defeated them all. So Shah Jahan heard this news and he was in shock. He was wondering, how did such a big force get defeated? So after hearing this, Shah Jahan had the cowards who had run from the battlefield, he had them called into his court. When they entered the court, they bowed down to the emperor who then asked them, what happened in battle that everyone was killed? What was the deception or trick that was deployed which resulted in everybody being killed? Or was it just that Guru Hargobind had a larger and more powerful force filled with strong warriors from which you were at a disadvantage because you had less? All the soldiers who fled, when they heard this, they replied saying, Who understands the manner, the plays of the divine? We had 10 times the amount of troops as they did. We had 7,000. They only had 700-ish. And they didn't even really deceive or trick us at all. It was us who went there in the middle of the night attacking them. And when we got close, going up on that higher ground, we saw a cannon, which was made out of lumber. They were filling it and firing it off, killing many of us. There were only about 20 soldiers of theirs fighting in that area, in that fort. But they had killed so many of us, just at the start, there alone. Mogulus Khan, our general, in order to capture the cannon, commanded a great number of us soldiers to go there. They encircled the position and engaged in close combat with swords. And when we actually saw that there was a cannon there, we were all shocked. We raided the residences of the Guru after that. We took all their jewelry, the gems, the wealth there. And when it was about three hours before sunrise, Guru Hargobind mounted up with his army and they attacked us. They shot rifles and killed many of us. Guru Hargobind himself shot out arrows. The arrows, which were so wide and sharp, they were about as wide as a palm, four fingers wide. They were made from the best Damascus steel. They would go through three, sometimes four, even five soldiers at once. As soon as they struck anybody, these arrows, they took their life. And the bullets, the bullets that rained down on us, they only had a few troops, but there were just so many bullets raining down on us. Thousands of troops died just in that way. We were also shooting back at them, but only a few bullets landed, only a few bullets hit them. We had no idea where our bullets were going. Our aim was just off. They killed off half of our army, 3,500 troops, just from them shooting at us. And then we clashed head on, and we pulled out our swords and struck down at them. We would find that our weapons would break. Guru Hargobin himself had such idiotic and low-caste fighters there who weren't elites, who were not trained in the science of weapons. There were so many castes of people there, mixed up, making their battalions. And at that point, in close combat fighting with swords and shields, they cut our forces down. Our steel, it worked against us. We struck down many times, but nothing was landing, nothing cut. 
They pressed and attacked us so fiercely. It was so wild. They killed many of us off. Guru Hargobind himself killed Mughalus Khan in a duel. Shah Jahan, when he heard this, he was enraged. He was thinking that if Guru Hargobind was rebellious like this, he would cause the disintegration of the entire empire. He should be captured, bound, jailed, or killed. The country and myself, we will not be calm unless this happens. Shah Jahan, thinking this, called his senior ministers into the court, the ministers out of which the most senior was Vizier Khan, who forever stayed in the company of Emperor Jahangir, Shah Jahan's father. Jahangir would listen to whatever Vizier Khan would say. Shah Jahan spoke in front of them, saying, You've all heard the story of Guru Hargobind, who's done something only a great enemy of me would do. The entire army was sent towards him. That entire army that was sent towards him was destroyed. Now all the senior ministers, generals, should go with artillery, cannons and smaller mobile cannons, go capture him and bring him here or kill him so he can face his punishment for causing such a horrific battle. That hawk that he stole from me, he didn't even give that back. He just fought with my troops with an army. All the ministers then replied saying, whatever you desire, emperor. Vizir Khan though, when he heard this, he clasped his hands together and he said, oh emperor, do you only have a few hawks? You have countless foreign hawks and we can go request and bring more from foreign lands, as many as you desire. Guru Hargobind himself went to see your father, Jahangir. I went with Ginchbeg, the other minister. I went with him to request Guru Hargobind come from Amritsar. But Chandu had other plans and made him go to the Gwalior fort. And Guru Hargobind went along with this, stayed there for 40 days. And after those 40 days, your dad started to see these two tigers at night, which jumped on him, jumped on your father's chest. And in that fear, your father remembered the true Guru. Guru Hargobind himself reached there immediately and with two handkerchiefs and his strength, he stopped those tigers. And then after that night, we heard that from the emperor that Guru Hargobind was to be called out of the jail. It was the next early morning when he told me this story. When I went there to go bring Guru Hargobind out from jail, then from that moment on, there were no fierce, scary tigers bothered him at night. It was through the request of Guru Hargobind also to release 52 other imprisoned kings there that your father agreed to that request. And even then, Guru Hargobind was treated with such great respect by your father who gave him as offerings many gems and jewels. And from the request of Guru Hargobind, Chandu was handed over to his possession by your father. And Guru Hargobind even killed Chandu. Guru Hargobind himself is the holder of great powers, miracles. Just by their word, they could kill off countless. Your father, Jahangir, kept him close at hand for long and gave his own troops for the Guru's service. With every form and manner did your father respect him. Guru Hargobind, seeing his love, also stayed with him. So understand all of this. What else can I say about it? But I do want the best for your health and life. I forever want you to remain in peace. So therefore, do not have any hate towards Guru Hargobind. The throne of the exalted Guru Nanak is imbued with great power. It behooves us to do their service. People become great by doing their service. And if, if we create conflict with them, we'll only be ruined. Everyone in the world knows this. Mia Mir, the great Pir, all the Turks recognize him as the great. And even he greatly re respects Guru Hargobind. You yourself asked him about the greatness 
of the Guru and Mia Mir greatly praised them that Guru Hargobind himself is a form of the Divine Khuda. All the great peers focus and meditate, remember upon Guru Hargobind. If we anger them, if we say something improperly and become their enemy, then we won't have any solution to that problem. Whatever they say comes true. No one else can erase that. And I want your well-being. That's why I'm saying all this. But you can think about this, oh master. Think about what is best and what's not good for you. And I also heard that they have now left Amritsar. Now if we mobilize the army and send them after them, where will they go? How far will they continue to chase him? It would cause much commotion in the region. There are so many problems in fighting, so listen to me. Let this anger go out of your mind. Shah Jahan heard this and then thought about it carefully, how Vizir Khan said the truth and is right, how it's best to think about my own health, he was thinking, how everybody thinks about their own well-being in such a circumstance. So he left this anger behind and then he said, okay, let's not create conflict. Let's just stay here and enjoy. What is really just one hawk? If Guru Hargobind forgets about it, then we'll also forget about it. Listening to this, Kinshbeg then replied saying, Shah Jahan, I've seen the Guru's nature up close. He won't say anything to the region or the people to uprise, but if we mount up, if we fight against them, then we'll face him head on. He won't start a conflict or uprising. He only keeps the desire to protect all. The Emperor replied saying, this is correct, you're right, we won't send the army. It'll only result in people getting killed. Now, they aren't even reciting numbers anymore. He'll go far and he won't cause any more problems. So Shah Jahan said this and then totally forgot about it all, didn't take up any plans to ride against Guru Hargobind, and this is how peace then came to Lahore. And now, let's listen in to the stories of the true Guru, Guru Hargobind. By listening to this, one makes their life fruitful. So that's how chapter 19 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear about Guru Hargobind and as they reach Govindabal Sahib and are greeted by the descendants of Guru Amr Ji. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page.